Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Jeff. And on today's episode of Living With Blank, I have Matilda here who will share her experience living with scoliosis and several other conditions. Welcome and thank you for joining. Thank you. So can we just start off by just telling, telling us a bit about yourself and kind of just after yourself telling us about your experience living with these conditions? Yeah, my name is Matilda and I'm 21 years old. Um, I live in Denmark. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm a nursing student and try to uh, study as good as I can living with these conditions. Um, yeah, um, when I was 12 years old, I got diagnosed with scoliosis and um, my scoliosis started progressing really quickly. Um, so within six months, I, I went from not having scoliosis to having severe scoliosis. Um, I ended up having um, a huge back surgery where they fused my spine. Um, and after that, it was kind of okay for a few years. Um, but then my scoliosis started to um, progress again. And I ended up having a set second surgery when I was um, 18 years old. I just turned 18. Um where my spine got infected, um, which meant I had to have a third back surgery uh, within a few months after that. Um, and when that happened, I got uh, allodynia and neuropathy, um, where like a nerve condition, which means that my skin kind of burns whenever there's like touch on my skin. Um, and I got, uh, um, yeah, I got um, a, a bowel um, disorder, um, IBS, um, and like a bunch of other symptoms that we haven't really figured out why I got. Um, like I started having really severe migraines, and um, at some point there were like, um, yeah, I've I, I got so many different symptoms, and we yeah. haven't really figured out why I got all these um, after that. But um, we kind of think it's because of like the infection that was so big that I needed another surgery and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so now are you dealing with most of these conditions as well? Yeah, I am. Um, especially like all the pain. Um, I have severe back pain from mm -hmm. my scoliosis still. And um, especially the pain from um, allodynia, uh, which is this, um, yeah, burning sensation all of, over my skin, especially on my chest, my back my right arm, arm and my right leg mm -hmm. um, and under both of my feet. <laughs> um, and then um, I also got something called ache and acne. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, as I know, you had, had someone else on talking about that. I yeah. just got diagnosed with that too. Um, so the pain from that I also have. Um, and then um, from the IBS, all the um, struggles I have with my bowel and stuff mm -hmm. like that really um something that like is it, it's a problem in like my everyday life because it means yeah. that I can't really go out without knowing that where there's a toilet and stuff like that so <laughs> that is kind of struggle um but yeah um, yeah definitely which yeah. one would you say is like the biggest challenge like the one that's hardest to deal with well I would say that is probably like a combination of uh, scoliosis and allodynia because mm -hmm. Um, the thing that is with scoliosis is that when I first got diagnosed with this, that was really something that um, made me upset because I knew no one else having this. And at the age of 12, I was going through this huge back surgery and 
didn't really know what was happening, to be honest. Um, we ended up going to a doctor in Germany because the, the um, doctor in Denmark didn't think it was severe <laughs> and it was progressing really quickly and they wanted me to have a brace, uh, which my parents didn't want me to <laughs> for some reason. Um, so we ended up going to Germany and I spoke to this doctor that I didn't understand anything of what we're saying and I found out I was going to need this huge back surgery um, and stuff like that. And I just felt so different from everyone else at that age. Yeah. Um, so that was really a struggle. Um, so is the, like, do you have constant back pain still? I do. Uh, there, there's not one second of a day where I'm not in pain. Um, yeah. yeah. Does it affect you, like, when you go to sleep as well? Pretty bad? Well, it, it does because it's, it kind of um, makes it difficult for me to fall asleep. Um, yeah. so, and, and I keep waking up during the night because if I accidentally turn on to my right side where my allodynia is, I'll wake up in huge pains. And um, yeah, I can only lay like completely on my back mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that. So, so it kind of does affect my sleep too. And I have to take like sleeping med- medications to be able to fall asleep and, and kind of try to at least sleep through the night, the night. Because if I do get a bad night's sleep, then the next day the pain is way worse and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a yeah evil circle. <laughs> yeah. So you had a surgery when you were like 12 and when you were 18. Yes. So, so yes. how many have you had more surgeries besides that? I have. Like totally I've had around 18 surgeries or something like that. Wow. Um, I had three big back surgeries. Then I had... Um, a stomach surgery when I wasn't that old. I just had my appendix out. So that wasn't really anything. But then this December, I had uh, my gallbladder taken out, which it was, it shouldn't be any, a big deal. But um, in my case, um, the scar got infected and stuff like that. So I needed another surgery this <laughs> a few months after. And um, there was a bunch of problems with that too, which is what we think called my ignis um, mm. and stuff like that. So, so I also have ear problems um, and um, I'm struggling with hearing loss. Um, and I've had a, a multiple surgeries on my ears. I had one big one and then a bunch of smaller ones. Um, so I've had a lot of surgeries, um, but yeah. the biggest one have been like obviously my back surgeries where I've been kind of taken out of my life for almost six months at a time. Yeah. Yes. So you've had infections a few times from the surgeries? Yes. Like, do you have an idea how that happened? Yes and no. Um, Uh The thing is, we we don't really know. Like, there isn't any condition that I have that's like, that is why you got this. But all, all throughout my life, the doctors have been noticing that my immune system has been really low and I've been struggling with mm-hmm. illness my whole life. Also, before I got diagnosed with all these things. Um, so and, and pretty much every time I've been sick, it's been like really severe compared to what everyone else has. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of believe that there is something somewhere in my body that is um, compromised um, and that. Right now, we're kind of believing that the thing is that my nerves might be infected somehow, um, which is also why I've got all these neuropathic pains and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um, without any really obvious reason. Um, 
so so we kind of like the doctors have an idea but there isn't like a complete yeah clear reason why this is happening um yeah yeah that's quite challenging yeah. how how do you like manage living with all these different <laughs> conditions i mean it's got to be a complete yeah. challenge yeah it, it it has been and it's really tough and and, and kind of comes in waves <laughs> like yeah. sometimes i'm, I'm kind of okay with it and i just try living my life um, and other times i i really struggle about it um, and feel like everything's just unfair and it sucks yeah. <laughs> and but most of the time i try to stay positive um and i'll always try to be good like try to talk about it because mm-hmm. i feel like if i keep all of this to myself then um, it's harder for me to deal with also so all of my friends knows that i'm struggling i talk about it with my family mm-hmm. i've got um like since i was 12 years old and got do- diagnosed with it i've had uh, multiple times that like uh, therapist and stuff like that right now I'm speaking to a really um, great coach and stuff like that so so I just try to like um, find ways to find the positive in all of this because mm-hmm. even though it's painful and there are struggles it also has brought like positive things in my life struggling with all of this yeah yeah I mean having all these struggles will hopefully make you a better person because <laughs> dealing with all that stuff definitely can only make you stronger if you can yeah. suffer through everything. Yeah, that that's what I believe and hope <laughs> at least yeah. kind of what motivated me to want to be a nursing student and stuff like that, because I kind of want to make a difference in other people's life. Yeah. And I hope that that's also why I have my Instagram account that I hope that my story can inspire other people to um, try to live through this instead of letting it, um, yeah, letting them stop them. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what are some like things that you do to kind of like help out with all these different symptoms? Well, I get like, I'm on a really strong pain medicine every day. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what I like without that. I I can't manage. I'm in bed all day if I don't take my medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've heard from a bunch of people like, Oh, you should just quit your medicine and then you would be fine. Uh, but that's not the case for me. It's not an option, which yeah. I know it is for many people, but it's it's simply just not. <laughs> um, so I'm on opioids every day, and I take methadone and morphine every single day. Um, and then other than that, I use a tension unit. Um, I, I have one on right now. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It's just like a small thing like this um, that is uh, sending out vib- vibrations all the time, um, which can yeah, kind of make the pain less obvious somehow. Um, and then I go to physical therapy um, two times a week often where one of the times I get massage, like a uh, massage. Mm-hmm. And then on um, the other day, I do like uh, light exercises and stuff like that, which is also something I try to do every day because I know that if I do these exercises, my back gets stronger and then the pain, pain is less. Um, also, I've just now gotten someone that's coming like it's um i don't know how you like say that in english but it's someone from like the system that comes out and helps me do like things in my apartment like the cleaning and stuff like that Uh i don't have to do everything myself so i can use my energy on other things yeah Um, yeah and and i've got like um i've got like special pillows in my bed so i don't turn over and I've gotten like a small cane that I can use when I go on longer walks and stuff like that. 
Yeah, sounds like yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so you're in Denmark. Does like the Denmark medical system has it? Is it like really helpful for all these things? Because I mean, it says you, you just said you had that person that comes to assist, and I'm sure going to the doctors all the time has to be. Well, well, yeah. yes. The the good thing about Denmark is that like everything in the medical system is free, uh-huh. um, which is amazing in a case like mine because that would be uh, uh, I imagine it would be really expensive if I had to pay for everything. Um, yeah. So I'm really thankful for that because that makes. Yeah, I, I don't know what would have happened if I had to pay for everything because, um, yeah, it's been a lot. Um, so the, so that is amazing. And then, like, the whole, like, the system is built up so you, you can get pretty much all the support you need. But there are strong, like, there are also, like, um, problems with the way the system is in Denmark because, yeah. because everything is free. You have to have, like, really strong document, like, documentation for everything. Um, which means that um, sometimes if you need something, it is a really long process to get it. <laughs> um, I've needed like some compressions to help with uh, my allodynia and stuff like that. And it's taken over two years for me to get this uh, through the system. Yeah. Um, so, it's, so it's a really long process sometimes. Um, and the rules about what you can get and how you get the help are really strict. It, which it has to be, so everyone isn't just using it, but um, it can be a struggle sometimes, even though everything's free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can't all be pros. It has to be exactly. at least a few cons. Yeah. So, so, like, you said if you didn't take your medicine, pretty much you wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. But, like, what are some other things that would make your symptoms worse? Yes. Um, yeah. Not taking my medicine, obviously. And then like bad sleep, but also like doing too much. Um, so uh-huh. I have to really prioritize what I'm going to do each day because I can't both take a shower, do the dishes and vacuum on one day. Because if I do that, then the next day I'm in bed all day. Yeah. Uh, so every single day I have to prioritize and see what do I want to spend my energy on today? And if I ever want to go out and do something fun, like I have some adorable nieces and nephews, but if I ever want to spend a day with them, then the day, next day I'll most likely be in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so every day I just have to yeah, prioritize and see what do I want to do because I know doing too much will make me hurt <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah, so so pretty much anything can actually make the pain worse. Um, mm-hmm. Like my allodynia get worse if I uh, because it's this light burning, like well, this burning when light touches and stuff like that. Then anything like wearing clothes make my <laughs> pain worse. Uh, taking a shower, being outside if it's raining or windy. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, my back hurts more if I sit too long or if I stand too long or if I try to walk for like long distances or by long distances, I mean like more than a couple of hundred meters. <laughs> so that's not really long, but yeah. uh, to me it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you like always aware about all these things pretty much yeah. all day. Yes. You're constantly thinking about it. Yeah, constantly thinking about what I can do to make my pain less <laughs> yeah. or what I'm about to do that might make it worse and then how I need to change my plans later to to fit in breaks and stuff like that. I try to plan out my days really like, yeah, 
so I know what times I'm going to take a break and, and plan. So I know I'm not going to end up doing way too much and then not being able to sleep and then being way more pain the day after because often I won't have time to just lay in the bed the day after. Like I maybe also have something to do that, that day and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. So what does like your future look like with all these different conditions? Are you going to have more back surgeries? Are there treatments that you're thinking about doing for some of them? Y yes. Um, we hope that I'll only have one more back surgery. Um, maybe I can even avoid it, but that's probably not the case. Um, the thing is that if I ever want to get pregnant or something like that, then I will most likely need another back surgery. And there is a pretty good chances that all of the like titanium I have in my back right now that might break at some point, which will also mean that I'll have to have another back surgery. I also have like a slipped discs in my back. I think that's what it's called in English. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, which I might also need to get in sometime and get a um, get fixed during surgery. Um, so I might need another back surgery, at least one at some point. Mm -hmm. um, my allodynia, you can't really do anything about that. Um, I can try like some um, some more like other pain medicines and stuff like that. Right now, I'm waiting for that compression that I just mentioned. Um, so mm -hmm. I hope that might be able to do a bit about my pain. Um, and then I'm waiting for um, some treatment for my uh, acne, uh, which I'll hopefully be able to get uh, next month. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the pain medication is kind of doing the job for multiple of the diseases, like, because it sounds like at least three of them are pain related. Yeah. And like, when you got prescribed, was it for like, did they have this in mind that it, you had all these things? Or was it really just for one? Yeah, they did have it in mind. Uh, yeah, I go to a pain clinic or a pain management clinic. Mm -hmm. uh, so I pretty much only go there because I'm in all of this pain. And um, they they tried to um, yeah prescribe something that was both related to uh, my back pain, but also like my nerve pains. Um, and it's kind of working for both right now. But the thing is that the medicine I get right now is mostly for my back. So it isn't really doing enough yeah. <laughs> for my nerve pains. Um, but I need to go see another doctor soon about that because my the doctor I have now think I'm too complicated <laughs> by now. Um, so he, he won't change my medication anymore. Um, yeah, and that, that's kind of what the problem has been a lot throughout <laughs> Yeah, my the years I've been sick that as soon as I see one doctor, they try to do something and then it's kind of working. But then when we want to like up in, like increase the dose or add another medication or something, they suddenly think that it's too complicated. And then they send me <laughs> to the next one that yeah. it, it, it's kind of like that. So there's a lot of waiting time um, because, yeah, there's almost a year's waiting time before the next doctor can see me. So it'll be yeah almost a year because before they can see any ha change in my medication and stuff like that. And yeah, was it an issue getting these diagnoses? Yes, it, it was or or not my scoliosis. Yeah, that happened 
pretty quickly because I, I was a, a physical therapist that noticed uh, the curve in my back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that happened pretty quickly. But later it has been because the thing is that most doctors don't believe you can be in pain at 21 years old. Yeah. So I've been been hearing a lot of times that um, this is just something I make up, that um, I'm mentally ill and stuff like that. And that's not the case. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I've been suffering with like depression and stuff like that because of all this. But it's not that which is causing my pain. It's the other way around. I'm becoming yeah. depressed because of the pain um, and no one believing that. Um so yeah, it, ha- it has been a struggle and there has been a lot of like mistrust between me and doctors, um, which has been really difficult. But um, yeah, especially like the uh, acne diagnosis took a bunch of time to get diagnosed with, um, mm-hmm. but also my allodynia because that isn't that like, that is mostly just a symptom of another disease. And mine had been right after that infection and no one really believed that an infection could lead to that. Uh-huh. Um, so, so I, yeah, I was kind of, every time I spoke to a doctor, they were like, no, that can't be right. That that's not how this happens. You you don't have diabetes, which is like one of the most common causes of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so it has been a struggle and it took a couple of years for me to get this diagnosis, um, which was really difficult because I was trying to be in school at the same time and having this like severe burning all over my body and no one believing it was there because it's not something you can see or yeah um yeah it's really only like you just feel the burn sensation there's not really yes. other things with it yeah you, you can't see it on any scans you can't see it anywhere it's just yeah my experience um and there are no cures for this right yeah there's no cure uh, the only thing that can make it less is a uh, pain medication and mm-hmm. then uh, like this tense unit and then compression. Yeah. yeah. But that's not <laughs> Have you tried any like specific diets or anything in that sort of world with this? I have, um, especially because of my IBS, yeah. I've tried um, a low FODMAP, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah. Um, and I, I spoke like I uh, ate, uh, on that diet for a couple of years and it's been it's been great and i totally recommend it for anyone uh, suffering with ibs because it really helped me a lot but uh-huh. right now i'm struggling a lot with eating um because of all the pain when i eat i often get like severe pain cramps and and yeah and often I end up throwing up and stuff like that. And I also <laughs> kind of like pass out when I eat because of all the pain at the moment. Um, I've been losing almost 15 kilograms since December. Wow. Um, so so I've, I've, I've been struggling a lot with eating lately, which is why I've, right now I'm not eating low FODMAP because uh, the doctors have made it really clear that I should eat anything that I can physically eat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... So is the pain, like, what is the pain feel like? Is it like super like sharp pain or is it just like constant pain everywhere? Yeah, well, that's the thing that's kind of difficult because it's different kind of pains everywhere in my body pretty much. Yeah. So like on my skin, on my arm and my chest and my right leg, it feels like this constant burning. 
yeah, kind of like if you put your hand on a stove. (laughs) That's kind of how it feels all the time. Every time something brushes my skin, which is like, yeah, right now I'm wearing clothes. And every time this moves up around my arm, it's this burning. In my back, it's it's a sharp pain. It kind of feels like someone is stabbing me constantly in my back. Um, Yeah, anyone that has had a surgery kind of knows this like um, really strong, intense sharp pain you can have yeah. right after you wake up from a surgery that's kind of how i feel in my back all the time um, and when i move it's kind of like this dull pain like something is stuck and you're trying to like rub two stones against each other or something like that mm-hmm. um, yeah and in my stomach it's more like a constant cramping um so i had the all these different pains different parts in my like yeah in different parts of my body um, and then when all of it just comes together, it's just this really intense feeling. I also have, yeah, as I mentioned in the beginning, migraines and I have a wish, uh, like vision problems because of all of this and uh-huh. like my eye hurt when I move them and stuff like that. So I have so many different pains and symptoms that, yeah, all together is just a lot. And I'm really, uh, yeah, it's almost yeah. hard to keep up with <laughs> because there's so many things. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it sounds very challenging, just very painful. Yeah. How yeah. like does your mental health like deal with this? I'm sure you can't really do many things to other people and it's just, it's got to be challenging. It is, it is. And I have really been struggling, especially uh, when I was uh, around 18 years old and I had my second and third back surgery. I was really struggling. Um, I've had an eating disorder early in my life um, because everything was just so much. And yeah, all of this pain and stuff like that uh, just, yeah, it got to me. I wanted to control something and I couldn't control all of the pain. Um, also, I was really struggling with how I looked because of the curvature of my back and all the scars and stuff like that. Um, but now it, it's better. Uh, but I think it's because I've learned to be so open about it and I've learned to speak honestly about it and and that I'm like I've kind of accepted that it's okay for me to speak to other people about it and it's okay for me to see a therapist yeah. and speak to a coach and stuff like that. Because without that, it is really difficult. And and it is because the thing that kind of gets to me is this one thing is the pain, but the other thing is not being able to do the same thing as all the other people my age. Because I see yeah. all my friends going to parties and they do all this fun stuff and I can't join them. And and that's kind of what is um, difficult for me. Like this, like I want to do the same thing as my friends and I want to be like yeah i just want to be like everyone else but um yeah. but that's just not an option um and you have to prioritize and see what what how can you how can you then use this for your good and how can you still be like everyone else in some parts of your life and then yeah um yeah i definitely think like just being open about it like you are yeah like that definitely has to help a lot i know for me when I started talking more about it. It was definitely more just like a way off my shoulder kind of thing. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it sounds very, very challenging. And and, I mean, you seem very, like you have a very upbeat, positive attitude to all of it. I mean, it definitely had to take time to get to kind of where you are now. (laughs) 
it did <laughs> um, and it, it, it's still something I'm working on because obviously yeah. I'll also have days where I just think everything is terrible and don't want to do this anymore and I get I have days where I just I lay on in my uh, I lay in my bed and I just think everything can go away and I don't want to be a part of anything anymore because it is a struggle and yeah, yeah it, it just is um, but yeah as I mentioned a couple of times the thing I try to do is try to see what good has come out of this because mm-hmm. it is difficult and it is has been painful and it's been a long road and all of these things and there are still struggles ahead but what good has come out of this because I'm way better at seeing like the small positive things in life. I'm way more grateful for the good days. Um, I've learned how important it is to um, be true to myself. I've learned like how important it is to be there for others and how great it feels when others are there for you. And I've learned like what I want to do with my life pretty much. I want to help yeah. others. I want to be a nursing student or, or a nurse at some point. I love doing uh, volunteering in different parts of yeah, different things and stuff like that. So it's really also helped me a lot and helped me grow to become a better person and yeah, get to know myself. Um, so it isn't all bad, even though that it is a struggle and there are bad days and there are quite often more bad days than good days, but um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, having that positive mindset of seeing just the good in these situations is just so important. It is. So you're a nursing student, you want to be a nurse, like, how does this affect, because you said you have to kind of like, choose your energy wisely. How is this affecting that life? Yeah, it's difficult, because um, the nursing, uh, the nursing school I go to, they aren't really accepting of my struggles and my pain and my diseases mm-hmm. um so it's pretty much me against them <laughs> um and they're just something that they're not willing to do um i i've said many times to all my friends and family that pretty much what has saved me right now uh, according to my like school and education is covid because without that i wouldn't have been able to go through this <laughs> at like the last like the past year because there's been so many new things coming to me the, mm-hmm. uh, the last year um so that has helped me a lot but the thing that i'm struggling most with with school is like all my clinicals where i have to go and physically be somewhere and physically yeah. be at um like a hospital and work there for 30 hours a week and stuff like that um but most of the time i I've realized that they're really nice if you just speak to them at like the clinicals. My school is not, but the clinical is. Mm-hmm. So if you just explain to them that you can't have like the heavy patients and stuff like that, then like most of the times they are willing to uh, help you out because they also want you to become a nurse. Because as I think is that I can be a great nurse without working in a hospital. Like there's yeah. so many other things that I can do when I'm done with school. So what I'm struggling with is pretty much to finish school because as soon as I'm done, I'm sure I will find something that can work for me um, and where I can do good and help others. Um, yeah. So it, the thing is really that the school is the difficult part for me because they are not understanding and accepting yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's a challenge where people just, they kind of don't understand what you're going through. And they, kind yeah. of, they kind of 
just like almost belittle it and just not make yeah. it. Is that an issue like with your friends and family and stuff or kind of not anymore? Well, it, it's not, but it has been. Um, but I don't really think it has been a struggle like that they were belittling it. I think the struggle were more that I wasn't being honest about what I needed them to do mm -hmm. and how I needed them to help me because I was embarrassed about it. And I just wanted to be able to do the same as everyone else. So my friends didn't really understand why some days I could do something and the day after I couldn't. And then I would get annoyed when they asked me about stuff and stuff like that. So the thing is, like when I started being more honest about this, I also think it helped a lot of my friendships and my relationship to my family because suddenly they understand what it is that I'm struggling with. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm still kind of struggling with my family sometimes because they kind of forget it. <laughs> and obviously yeah. people forget because when you look at me, I look normal. You can't see that I'm in all this pain. Um, so it's kind of the thing that you constantly have to remind people that, wait, I can't do that and stuff like that, which can become annoying at some point. But I think that most people are really accepting of it, um, especially if, yeah, if you're honest and, and if they're not, then they're probably not the ones you should have in your life anyways. That's yeah. kind of how I live by it. Like if, if friends don't want to, um, change the plans and like do something a bit more like do something I can be a part of instead of every time we have to hang out it has to be like going on long walks and stuff like that yeah. instead of maybe we could just sit on a bench and have a chat and eat an ice cream or something like that then if, if people are not accepting of that and willing to change the plans so it can fit me too then I don't honestly don't really believe that they're good friends anyway so I don't really want to spend time with people who are not accepting of like me as a whole um but it is difficult sometimes and there are people who struggle with it and I totally understand that because it's not something that most people speak about like most people just hide everything they're struggling with yeah. so the fact that I'm so honest about it can somewhat sometimes be yeah it can be difficult for people yeah definitely I mean I couldn't, I, I mean, it really just sounds like a constant, it's, like you, you said your friends kind of forget, like, do you ever kind of forget that you're dealing with these things? I do, <laughs> or, or not really, but it, because it's all the time, obviously, I'm, yeah. all, I'm always in this pain, but sometimes I think I want to forget, so a thing is that I think I sometimes say yes to something that I know I probably shouldn't, mm -hmm. or I'm not like totally honest about how bad I'm feeling one day. And I kind of try to push myself to go anyways. And then it gets like, it's kind of like conflicting because I'm not being honest and they, they're maybe not fully aware. And then I'm pushing myself to something. And then maybe I'm not in a good mood because I'm in a bunch of pain, but I said yes anyway. And then, yeah. So, so I really believe that when I do that, it, it actually makes everything worse because they see me in a bad mood and stuff like that. And they don't realize it's because of my pain because I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so to me, I, I'm really working on always being honest. And if I cancel, then make it clear that it's not because I don't want to. And I want to get invited again the next time um, because that, yeah. Um, Was it difficult to like find this balance? 
yes <laughs> it was and and it's also something i'm still working on like yeah. how much do you have to say and when do you say th things because obviously some people just ask to be polite like how are you doing today um and then maybe that's not when i should tell them that i'm having a crappy day and i'm just in bed and stuff like that so it's really this balance about like when do you tell something and when do you not and yeah. who actually cares and who doesn't who are just trying to be polite and yeah it, it really is a difficult balance and also like because i want to tell my friends and stuff like that but i don't want that to be our friendship like i yeah. don't want to be the one that's just sick i also want to be matilda who can have fun and all of these other things that i also think i am because i'm more than just my illnesses but it is a big part of my life. So therefore it also has to be a part of the friendships, but it doesn't have to be the whole friendship. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's a great point. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap it up, but I want to ask just one more question and kind of like after living with just have living with all these conditions, like what's something that you wish you could like tell someone who's just getting diagnosed with like their first condition? Yeah that I, I think that would be that it's okay to speak about it and it's okay to be upset about it and it's okay to be happy about it and all of these things because there are so many like it's a roller coaster of emotion to get diagnosed with something and it's so important to figure out how you want this to affect your life like obviously some things are out of your hands but you can always choose how you want to react to it um, and how you want it to affect your life in like emotionally mm -hmm. yeah well thank you so much for speaking about just everything yeah. you're going through and i hope everyone listen can learn a lot and kind yeah. of just have a positive outlook on life in general and no matter how tough things might get just yeah be positive about it so thank yeah. you for coming thank you so much for having me <laughs> yeah of course it was a pleasure yeah so on that note we are done i hope everyone enjoyed listening and thank you again